0: Okay, so he said it very clearly. Uh, Most women do not want to do the drug route because of the side effects, and it can only work for a short period of a few months. Uh, They're using herbs, acupuncture, diet, plant-based whole food, oil eating. Uh, uh, Let's go see what the results are first with physical activity. Let's let's conclude our discussion here. I, I wanted to cover one uh, one more thing about uh, fibroids, but then I wanted to transition over to this whole issue of acne. Um, but let's let's before we get to that, uh, wow, this is this is critical stuff here. Let's see what it has to fibroids
1: say. Fibroids are the most common benign tumors in women. They can get up to a foot in diameter and affect the majority of women before they hit menopause. Uh, they tend to be. Asymptomatic, though. But when symptoms do occur, they tend to manifest as heavy menstrual bleeding. Uh, so much so, women may get anemic and low.
0: Okay, so these uterine fibroids have a lot of symptoms when it's associated, uh, specifically with estrogen dominance. And the symptoms include pelvic pain, uh, heavy menstrual bleeding, uh, abdominal distension and distortion. Uh, pressure symptoms, urinary tract problems such as frequency, uh, increased urgency and urinary incontinence, nonspecific bowel problems, and uh, issues with fertility. Uh, It's kind of shocking because he's saying that uh, 70 to 80 percent of white and black women experience uh, estrogen dominance. And I don't think it's just because they're black women. It's because in the South, they tend to eat more chicken, Kentucky fried chicken, all that grease and oil and meat and hormones. So wonder why women have such a high rate of uterine cancer and ovarian cancer and cysts and endometriosis and heavy periods. And then they have to take, uh, what is it, Motrin pain Uh, medicines and 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 all they'd have to do is I I had one lady she worked with me and I kept telling her gosh you got to change she was having abnormal uh, heavy menstrual cycles and so forth a lot of pain and distension and I got her to eat more of a plant-based oil-free diet and my gosh her symptoms went away she went back to eating badly symptoms came back went off it and uh, you know uh, things came back so yeah let's go on with this talk though very important
1: lots of pain So what can women do? Up to half go to surgery and get their entire uterus removed. Although it's generally considered a safe operation, obviously you can't have kids anymore and complications occur in a significant proportion of patients. Okay, so
0: he's saying you could have surgery and uh, about uh, some of the people have uh, fevers after the surgery, Uh, some develop deep vein thrombosis, which is dangerous. Uh, others have um, urinary tract injury, so that's going to uh, affect them in their future. Gastrointestinal injury, femoral and sciatic neuropathy, so they, they lose a sense of feeling um, in in these specific herbs uh, uh, nerves. That is, so these surgeries are not s- safe. I, I had a lady call me; she had was complaining. She said, "I have this huge fibroid, and uh, I got to have the surgery." I said, "Really? Well, give it a chance. Just just go plant based, oil free." and take these products that are rich in dim, methane, indole 3 carbonyl. Um, I've studied this whole science of estrogen dominance for a better part of 40 years, and uh, she didn't want to have anything to do with it. She just wanted to go in to have the surgery. Um, she said, well, they left one of the ovaries. They did hysterectomy, and, you know, it's not the point, the point. And I wasn't trying to talk her out of surgery. I was just trying to introduce her to a more natural method that, if they did shrink she's she's good she's golden if they didn't um she could always go on with the with the surgery or the drugs there are certain drugs that shrink these fibroids uh, but what's the side effect what's the long-term issue of having had some of the female organs removed let's go further
1: the alternative is a variety of hormone modulating drugs which can shrink the fibroids and provide relief but Many of these drugs have significant side effects like bone loss, and so you do really don't want to be taking them for more than a few months.
0: Okay, so they're saying that these drugs that uh, help to combat uh, fibroids uh, related to estrogen dominance can cause bone loss, and you can't use them for more, more anything more than three to six months, uh, and uh, so that's a problem because people, if they change their diet, they don't have to worry about taking these. Uh, toxic drug interventions they have to get on a good program so there's a four-step program you want to start with the power of the mind so you open up your mind to doing the right things the exercise the diet the supplements part number two is detoxification detoxify these harmful estrogen chemicals with the high fiber plant-based diet with uh, infrared spa, some other interventions, and uh, take uh, n- uh, number three, the nutrification, the herbs, the supplements, the right foods based on what you need, and and uh, balance your hormones. Uh, make sure you get uh, estroblock, DHT block, the interventions of, of these products <clears throat> based on the, the newest developed products, uh, estrobalance that I've created. So these things will play a big role. And, and number four, uh, the fortification uh, process of of intervening with um, hormonal balance and stem cells and um, all the, the advanced things that we've
1: learned uh, with peptides can make a big difference. So let's go further. And so bottom line, there's currently no evidence to support the routine use of drug treatment in women for fibroids. No wonder many women turn to complementary and alternative treatments such as exercise, diet, herbs, and acupuncture. Women who exercise seven
0: okay, so he said it very clearly. Uh, Most women do not want to do the drug route because of the side effects, and it can only work for a short period of a few months. Uh, They're using herbs, acupuncture, diet, plant based whole food oil eating. Uh, uh, Let's go
1: see what the results
0: are first with physical activity.
1: Seven more hours a week do seem to have lower risk of having fibroids than women who exercise less than like 20 minutes a day, but it's never been put to the test for treating fibroids. And likewise, there's not a single randomized controlled trial of acupuncture for the treatment of fibroids to date to help guide us. In terms of herbs, there are two Asian herbal preparations that show promise, a five-herb combo called gizzy fooling and a Malaysian ten-herb formula which contains secret ingredients so secret they just list them, Uh, but seem to work as well as the leading drug. The problem is that traditional Asian herbal remedies may contain a, a few extra bonus secret ingredients like arsenic, mercury, and lead in most of the samples tested off of Asian market and health food store shelves. And not just a little, some apparently had really toxic amounts. So yeah, these two Asian herbal preparations may reduce fibroid size, but there remains insufficient evidence as to their safety. And certainly don't try to apply caustic herbs internally, as this can lead to scarring, stenosis, and ulceration.
0: Okay, so what he's saying is that some of the Herbal remedies uh, weren't thought out very well, and uh, since they come from some of these other countries, their uh, potential risk of exposure to heavy metals is very high. Um, we, we've worked through uh, what's called a pharmaceutical-grade GMP laboratory. Uh, all the all the herbal products are measured for heavy metals and toxins and microbial, and so you really want to choose uh, products that that we've taken years to perfect. Um, of course, when Um, I released my information about estrogen dominance and its association with acne and the use of these herbal interventions. Uh, So it's important to know, use a good product, not one that uh, you don't know its origin.
1: Okay, but what about diet? In one of the largest studies of diets and fibroids, fibroid tumors were associated with beef and ham consumption, whereas high intakes of green vegetables seemed to have a protective effect.
0: Okay, so he, he made it very clear. He said... The beef and ham consumption was associated with developing these fibroid tumors. A high intake of green vegetables, and I'll throw in uh, fresh tubers, yams, beans, uh, fruits, all these would basically reduce or prevent uh, these called myomas, uh, benign tumors. And uh, they can get large. Um, I, I know one of my colleagues had talked to me about it. We did a product uh, live detox with turmeric and uh, cypress and and astragalus and it's so effective in um, reducing the incidence of uh, these estrogen
1: dominance issues. They figured that the association between estrogen diet and breast and uterine lining cancers might help us understand why. For breast and endometrial cancers there is a similar direct association with the frequency of meat consumption, with a similar protection conferred by vegetables and fruits. Thus, there may be these shared risk factors between estrogen-responsive malignant tumors like breast cancer and estrogen-responsive benign tumors like fibroids. Uh, See, we know the presence of fibroids seems to correlate with an increase in the amount of estrogens, for example, flowing through your body, And women eating vegetarian have significantly lower levels of excess estrogen. Uh, Now, they're using this to try to explain why there are lower rates of endometrial cancer, meaning lining of the uterus cancer, and possibly breast cancer among those eating vegetarian. But it could also... Okay, I want to call
0: your attention to uh, those people on plant-based, closer to vegetarian type uh, lifestyles. They had SHBG levels, which were highly correlated... Uh, with the high-density lipoprotein cholesterol levels, so the higher the SHBG uh, levels, uh, the, the the essentially the lower their plasma. Let's let me make sure the uh, the lower the plasma prolactin levels and uh, control of the floating excess uh, estrogens, total estrogens, and esterol. The sex hormone binding globulin also enhance the. Uh, good cholesterol, HDL. So there were several reasons why then these individuals on a plant-based whole foods diet along with the cruciferous vegetables and the herbs that we use estro block dht block live detox you look at our website the different things that we're recommending now um, this will move the results even quicker it's as if you'd eaten four pounds of rock cruciferous vegetables a day because the cruciferous vegetables tend to increase sex hormone binding globulin and this is a very good thing that's going to help with the hormonal balance and possibly prevent or reduce the incidence of endometrial or even breast cancer and this is reported uh, especially far back is a journal of clinical uh, nutrition and um, that's, that's uh, also on wide-scale studies of Seventh-day Adventist. So uh, let's uh, be happy that these studies are being done even on uh, whole food diet and, and I'm just adding in the, the science about
1: supplements because I've worked with it so closely. So let's go further. To help explain the fibroid findings. The incidence of breast cancer among vegetarian Adventists is only 60 to 80 percent that of American women in general. And the incidence among women in Africa or Asia are even lower.
0: Okay, so he's saying that the Seventh day Adventists have 60 to 80 percent lower rate of, of breast cancer than the general population. But he's saying that in, uh, women in Asia and Africa have an even lower rate. What do they eat in Asia? A lot more soy products. Uh, more plants, more rice, more vegetables and uh, in parts of Africa, uh, they they are um, like uh, Nigeria, the Bantu natives, they eat very high plant-based whole foods diets. So it, it's pretty exciting to, to know that this approach uh, could be the, the best remedy of all.
1: Why might women eating vegetarian have lower estrogen levels? This famous study in the New England Journal concluded that it was their increased fecal output that leads to increased excretion of estrogen, resulting in lower blood levels— double the output, in fact. You can see all the heavyweight V's compared to the welterweight omnivores. And you can put it to the test. Maybe the same reason African American women have more fibroids is the same reason they have worse breast cancer survival— too much estrogen in their bloodstream due to a less-than-optimal diet. So researchers designed this study to see what would happen if they were switched to a more plant-based higher fiber diet. Okay, so remember the high plant-based
0: fiber foods is leading to more fecal, uh, larger, uh, softer stools and the stools are containing all these excess estrogens. So not only now can we learn by reducing our animal intake and not being exposed to so much hormones and estrogens, but by going plant-based oil-free, we basically now can manipulate or improve our gut and our overall body hormonal levels. This is exciting news, uh, combined with our high plant-based foods, uh, the Slim Blend Protein, rich in fiber, uh, all plant-based 20 organic nutrients, and the EstroBlock, the DHT block. The women started
1: out with much higher estrogen levels, again helping to explain their increased mortality from breast cancer, but put people on a healthier diet and all their levels come down, suggesting a substantial reduction in breast cancer risk can be achieved by adopting a diet centered around more whole plant foods. And the same appears to be true for fibroids, especially eating lots of cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, cabbage, and Chinese cabbage, as well as tomatoes and
0: apples. Okay, so that's huge. So, w- w- what they've proven now is uh, the ability to protect from uterine fibroids, uh, these estrogen dominant uh, diseases and conditions. But he's also saying the higher the consumption of broccoli, cabbage, Chinese cabbage, tomato, and apples has a huge protective factor from uterine fibroids. And they're suggesting also more fresh fruit and more cruciferous vegetables. Guess what? The the supplements that we've created uh, for the estroblock.com site and our other websites focus on the uh, equivalent of what's called DIM, diinylmethane and indole-3-carbonyl, the most important ingredients of the cruciferous vegetables which when you cook the vegetables you lose most of the beneficial phytochemicals. I've been studying this for quite a while and so we now know why our products work so well to combat these female and male problems related to estrogen dominance. So this is exciting news it's reported in the medical literature uh, the journal of Obstetric gynecological research and it's in it's in other papers women as who well.
1: underwent premature puberty starting their periods before age 11 may also be at increased risk of fibroids later in life and we know higher childhood red meat intake is associated with earlier age of starting one's period uh, though total and animal protein in general may contribute for example, girls who eat meat tend to start their periods about six months earlier than girls who eat vegetarian. Uh, those that eat meat analogs, meaning like veggie burgers, veggie dogs, started their periods nine months later on average, and a similar puberty normalizing influence was found with the consumption of whole plant foods such as beans. It could also be the endocrine disrupting Okay,
0: so that's important. He's saying that beans and the vegetables um, versus animal. Animal product the women started their periods uh, sooner. They were too young and they were at higher risk to develop fibroids and these various types of tumors. Uh, when they were on plant-based foods, uh, their beginning menstrual cycles were not only six months later, sometimes years later. That's the evidence.
1: Pollutants that build up the food chain. Researchers took samples of internal abdominal fat from women and there appeared to be a correlation between the presence of fibroids With the levels of a number of PCBs in their fat. So does that mean fish eaters have higher risk of fibroids? Researchers did find a small increase of risk associated with the intake of long-chain omega-3 fats, uh, mostly from dark fish consumption, by which they meant like sardines and salmon. Uh, This could be because of the endocrine-disrupting chemicals commonly found in fish or it could just be a statistical fluke. It would be consistent, though, with the increased risk among sport fish consumers. Uh, they're talking about this study. Recognizing that diet and endocrine-disrupting persistent organic pollutants have been associated with a variety of gynecologic conditions, including fibroids, they looked at consumers of fish fished out of the Great Lakes and found a 20% increased risk for every 10 years they have been eating the fish this is the most comprehensive study to date. They've compared pollutant levels in fat samples of women with fibroids, compared to fat liposuctioned out of women without fibroids, and didn't just find higher levels of PCBs in fibroid sufferers, but also long-band pesticides like DDT and hexachlorocyclohexane, PAHs, polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons formed when coal is burned, tobacco is smoked, and meat is grilled. Wow. So. It, the, the, the shocking
0: news that uh, those individuals who eat the most fish, particularly the dark fish, the bigger ones, the mackerel, uh, sardines, the ones, the fattier fish, salmon, and so forth, not only did they have the PCBs and uh, these other chemicals, uh, arsenic, cadmium, lead, heavy metals, but they had a high level of DDT, which has been banned, but it's still showing up, or is it because of some of these Uh, Farmers or individuals uh, in the animal industry are still using DDT. Uh, It can lead to birth defects, uh, but we're we're finding so much chemicals in animal product, you want to switch over to a plant-based diet. Trust me, that's going to be the best thing you can do, but let's uh, conclude this
1: part. As well as heavy metals, arsenic, cadmium, lead and mercury, uh, levels which correlated not only to fibroids, but to seafood consumption or excess body fat. So, shedding excess weight and limiting seafood consumption might confer a protective effect on fibroid tumor development by minimizing exposure to environmental pollutants as much as possible.
0: Wow. The evidence is so clear that these um, recommendations of people trying to eat more of the fatty fish is really marketing ploys. Swordfish, tuna, they're loaded with not only heavy metals, they're concentrated with estrogen mimics and increase your risk of um, toxic exposure. Uh, and they made it specifically clear about fibroids and the uh, early development of certain forms of cancer. So. I I think that uh, those of you who uh, know and and want to live well, be strong, be happy, uh, follow through on these recommendations. Thanks so much for hearing me, and uh, please share and subscribe, and please comment, because we're going to make some offers and some programs available to you just by you participating with us. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Please give us a review on iTunes and we'll be happy out of the group of reviews to choose a lucky winner of one of our award-winning products. It could be EstroBlock, Adrenal DMG, Stem Cell Strong, or even Power & Speed. We'll ship you a bottle at no cost. You'll enjoy it just from basically giving us a review on iTunes. Also, visit DelgadoProtocol.com. That's DelgadoProtocol.com and take our free hormonal quiz. Looking forward to assisting you to be your absolute best.